It's the Burgundy Boys to my left. The superest producer rocking the boots. Look at those cowboy boots. It's Yaya. Look at those boots. It's time to bring out Mexican culture in the <laughs> coldest weather I've had in the last 10 years. Also, Accurate. Con- I want to give uh, Mitch congratulations for getting gave in all his college Straight classes. So. Let's go. That deserves a round of applause for I'm sure. I'm a nerd He's finally. A took pants. until my 30s. Let's go. Look at those so smart. So smart. Uh, to my right, the guy who thinks I'm smart, or my pants are at least. Those pants are <laughs> The art director for All City Network. <laughs> Season ticket holder for the Rapids. Diet Coke enthusiast. It's true. Downtown Dwayne Brown. Hi, everybody. What a beautiful day outside that we're enjoying. Uh, it's a is good it? day to talk Rapids. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's I, a great I'm, day for soccer. I'm having a great day. This El is perfect. Classico today would have been. No classico. Yeah, let's go. I've been in. Yeah, I've been. Let's hit the training field. Almost this cold. So it was cold. It was was it was this cold at the Concacaf game last year. By the time I left, it was minus five. So yeah, Yeah. about about what it is today. It was really cold. Our computers didn't work outside because the way the 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 um the box the box is set up is you can't really see the field (laughs) unless you're outside. Yeah. So not great to find. Yeah, no one's computer worked, so we all just stood there together like penguins watching this game. And would go in at halftime and type everything out and go back outside. Was your phone working at least? Not really. I just kept my hands in my pocket. No, no one did any. No, no one did any of that. Yeah, it was like the least tweeted about Rapids game in history. Um, And of course, I think that's the reason that they did not advance. Anyways, moving on. Let's not forget they won the game. They won it 1 0, but they had to penalties because of the. That's the dumbest thing they lost. Um, (laughs) All right, we got a nice little busy old day today. We're going to talk MLS Super Draft. We're going to talk MLS Schedule Release, dudes. Yep, yep. But first, let's talk the trade that happened yesterday. We were going to do an emergency pod yesterday. What do you know? DNVR is crazy busy right now. Me as the merch manager, crazy busy right now. We didn't get to it, so we're going to talk about it now. Uh, look, Calvin Harris. He was the, uh, the there was a two player draft that the Rapids ended up with Philip Mayaka in as the third player. He is one of those two players. You have to love the ceiling. You got to be worried about the floor. Overall, pretty cheap move. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's like, Cal- it's Kevin Cabral all over again. It feels like. But like Cheaper. what you should have paid exactly. for Kevin Cabral without the hype. That's yeah, what he yeah. is like. It's Kevin Cabral without the hype. But he's a British. He's a British kid. Um, came over, played at Wake Forest, which is a pretty, pretty solid uh, collegiate program. Solid to good. Um, plays across the formation. Likes to play left. Has mostly played left um, at the professional level, of which he only has what ten appearances, something like that. I think we, we were discussing yeah, uh, pre-pod. It's not that much. There's not a lot on paper of him most film you're going to watch is wake forest where to be honest he should be better like he should be the guy that stands out on film he does similar to cabral from what i saw great at making first (laughs) first touch to create space to get up to speed which everything we've talked to uh porg about this offseason i think i've spoken with him three times now this offseason um they want to run like they 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 know that the altitude is their advantage. Um, 
but here's the difference. So last year it was Lewis and and Mikey, and it'll still be those two. It's not like it's not like Harris is going to come in a guy who's barely played at the top level and is going to supplant two good MLS players. But those guys are tiny. Those guys are like those guys are short kings, right? And Harris and Cabral are just a different physical profile who kind of excel at the same thing, which is burning those wings. Making space and getting the ball inside. For a minute, that you can say burning those bridges. I'm like, oh, that's tough. Um, I don't think they're burning any bridges. <laughs> I don't either. So. That's Do you we like, got any like, shade thrown at uh, Columbus on Twitter today or something? Or sorry, Cincinnati. Eh, Cincinnati's whatever. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a whatever club to me. Yeah. No, but the thing about Kyle Harris, man, he did miss a lot of his rookie year. He missed like three months of his rookie year. Yeah. To a meniscus tear. And, sure. Um, so I think that really hampered his his development. And then you get uh, Lucho in there, Acosta, and then you also get um, Brandon Vasquez and Brandon are starting to really develop oh, yeah. and get that that chemistry going. And you don't want to stop that because you have three great guys in there that are helping them seen Cincinnati win. So Calvin Harris became the odd man out, even if he was a high draft pick. You know MLS teams don't value high draft picks as much as other sports. Mm-hmm. They usually look at their academy. With Calvin Harris, I think the Rapids are really going to I'm afraid they would. They're gonna maybe try to pigeonhole him into uh, a forward, and I don't mind him playing forward because he has played a few games as forward and he's been successful. Sure, but I rather him play what he feels most comfortable. I would, I would argue, not necessarily argue, but I would think they're not gonna pigeonhole anybody. I think the one thing we've seen so far from these two editions specifically is that they're looking for guys that don't play one position. Right? They're like, who's tired right now? We have 25 minutes left in this game. You need to come off so we can run, whether that's at the nine, whether that's at the left wing, whether that's at the right wing, whether that's at that 10, is we can, we are going to run you into the ground and we need guys that can be comfortable with the feet of their ball on either side of the attack or even up front. Um, granted, it is two left wingers if you're just talking natural positions, right? And I don't think either one are better than Jonathan Lewis. So that's the interesting thing there. It's like, I thought Kevin played a, Kevin played a lot more right wing too. I mean, he's yeah, played more yeah. right wing than Harris like he's has a natural, for sure, yeah, but he's, he's a, a natural, natural left winger. Um, Dwayne, what were your thoughts when you saw this Calvin Harris trade come through? I like it. Um, you know, I, I don't. We're not breaking the bank wide open for this. Um, you know, it's a, it's a classic Rapids trade, right? It's it's a young kid who maybe hasn't lived up or played up to potential. Um, sure. And has a lot of potential to be able to play up to that. And, and this is a place where we welcome those players. Um, and, you know, Fraser does a pretty decent job with that. I know Porg, you know, obviously likes bringing in that youth and that speed. So, I, I, I mean, I just think this is a very normal Rapids trade. And, um, you know, the only thing is we got a whole lot of wingers. <laughs> so, and, and I'm wing wondering... Is crazy if, crowded. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's are, are we keeping all these wingers? Maybe there's some other moves that might happen. Or because we've got the new tournament, um, maybe we're trying to play smart and keep, you know, a good amount of depth, you know, especially after all the injuries last year. Um, so, you know... I. I'm not sure what the plan is there, but we got a whole lot of wingers right now. I do feel a lot better talking about depth. I do feel a lot better about this rapid step than last year. Oh, yeah, oh, for like, sure. So now if you bring in a Cabral, a Harris, a Lewis, a Galvan, a Bassett, who can also play the left week. I just imagine Max, even Max, Max missing Yaya just bums me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
you have all this and Sam Nicholson can like with the sub. Yeah, know? like now I'm not just like I'm gonna like hold myself because <laughs> Sam Nichols is coming right. in on the 80th minute and you're down one no and you're hoping this guy to be the Hi Wanners. What's up, Wanners? Hi Wanners. We love you, Wanners. <laughs> Shout out Wanners. Uh, we need another Wanners week. Remember Wanners week? That was fun as hell. Yeah, we had him on for like four <laughs> straight shows. <laughs> we had like a trade show, two post games, and a in a midweek. Um, that was fun as hell. Um, no, you're right. The wing is very crowded. So I still think the two best wingers on the team are Mikey and Lewis. I think if you're going into preseason, those are the two guys that are probably going to start. I will say I think they're the most proven. I don't think they're the best. Fair enough. I think the most, if we go like, there's different ways we you can quantify. I think you're saying yeah. talented, not yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But the, the talent doesn't always equal out. I mean, look at Kevin Cabral. He's, he has not had a good career yet. I, and he's probably the most talented player. The thing is, well, we know what we have in, in Lewis and Mikey, but we don't know what we have yet in all these other players. Well, so I'm not just thinking them. I'm also thinking Galvan. Galvan, sure. I feel, I, I put, I'll put him more in the window. We just have to I see. Am. We just have to see what he has, right? Like we just have to see if the ACL didn't take away, you know, his his quick twitch movements. We have quick. to see and look like when you are out for a long period of time, you can't simulate games. I mean, you can practice and you can scrimmage against MLS guys. And you know, Pork said after the draft last night when we were talking to him on the phone, he said, you know, we just want to get. Are eleven on eleven to be as close to MLS quality as possible. But at the end of the day, you can't simulate the competition level. You can't you can't simulate the intensity, you can't simulate the crowds, you can't simulate the stakes in practice. Um, and you don't know if after that long you can just come in and be the guy you were, right? So you can't yeah. bank on Galvan. I think yeah. I think I'm more I think it's more likely that he has a good season than a bad season. I'm not trying to say that he's gonna be bad. I'm just saying like I'm not gonna pencil him in as the day one starter at, at all. The only reason I kind of like uh, I'm more on Galvan, I feel like the training staff has done a really good job of like kind of keeping him reined in because he was ready a while back and they told him, hey, you like he kind of wanted to go and stuff. And they kind of said no. They yeah. were like trying to keep him more like, well, hey, last season, there yeah. was no, no, right. no need to rush it. When exactly. Things were very up in the air last season anyway, standings wise. And that's what I like about it. And that's why I have so much faith that they're going to come out and be better. He's going to be not better, but he's not going to have a very easy transition into the next year. Because I feel like the training staff did a really good job of taking it slow with him, kind of looking at him being like, let's just wait off a little bit and let's get you 100% before you even start thinking about playing soccer. Sure. So that when you do come back, you come back at 110%. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I mean, they did it with, I mean, pretty much three guys didn't play at all last year that maybe could have. At some point, maybe could have gotten a few minutes towards the end of the season. Sure. But I think I like the Rapids approach to that. Like if you have a there's no reason to try and ramp you up from rehab to game speed in September. What is like that's not good for you. It takes away from the focus of the team trying to keep a rhythm, keep chemistry. So I like that. You're either like if you're on a season ender, sorry, you're on a season ender. We're gonna make sure you're healthy. Yeah. It's kinda like Jamal Murray probably could have played last year. And that's and that's kind of what like, I wanted. Why to risk like, it? Yeah, and that and that's yeah. what in my head I was comparing it to. They're trying to get you there, but when you come back, you have no doubt in your mind, especially in a sport where your legs are everything. Yeah. You're not, like, I mean, you use them almost in every sport, right? But, like, not comparative to, like, soccer. In soccer, you you need that quick twitch. And I think that bringing in Cabral and bringing in Harris kind of does take that pressure off uh, Galvan a little bit. Right. And you, it takes them off a little bit of bringing Cole, too, because now you got replacements at the 10 where he kind of can slot in as well. So now you're right. Like, it kind of gives Gavon a little bit less pressure to, like, go out and perform. But I think if we're looking at, like, the whole spe spectrum, the best wingers you have are 
Lewis and Galvan. I think Mikey sure. looked great super sub. Absolutely. And I think Sam Nicholson might be a better left back. We'll see. And that's an interesting one with, with the hole at left back right now still unfilled. I know Borg's talked about, you know, that that's on the list right now. And I think we've talked about it on Twitter and on the show. Um, let's pull up Jar- Jared's comment there. Jared, shout out, coming out to the uh, World Cup parties with us here at, at the DNVR bar. Um, his hunch is that adding Cabral and Harris along with already having Lewis, Barrios, Galvan, and Sam Nicholson, you'd have to think that one of those is dispensable and will have a new home before the end of the upcoming season. Okay, I kind of want to talk about that. Cabral is a DP. He's going to play. He's going to be very involved. Harris, probably a supplemental spot. I would be shocked if he hit 10 appearances next season. Yeah. Something went wrong. Well, he is if a Harris hits spot right now. So well, yeah, but that none of that's, so I don't think that's saying anybody change. is anything yeah. right now doesn't mean much because they can basically, they can basically change. Like right, but I think it's safe. There's to say he's not. It's a be very eighteen. Like yo, no, no, yeah, I don't expect him to be on the eighteen unless someone gets hurt. Right. So we're talking about Harris. Yeah. See, at I, first, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, the only thing I agree with that in my personal, but like we've heard how much Porik loved Harris. Sure. Coming out of the draft. Sure. And it's probably not just him loving him. I'm pretty sure Frazier loved him. And yeah. I feel like that kind of like, there's always like that coach mentality and that gym mentality of, I can fix him. I can make him better. I mean, I, I hope so. I can get him there. Like, again, yeah. He has the physical tools. He's fast. He's, I mean, the thing about Cabral and Harris both is that I think they have relatively similar games. They're both pretty good with progressive passes. But where I was kind of going with my point, it's that's the only reason I could actually see him getting more playing sure. time because of that love they already have with him right. from the MLS Super Draft that they want to keep. They want to show that he is the guy they thought they they thought he was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I. That's the only reason I could see him maybe being the third winger off the bench. Sure, but like okay, so but to, to, to kind of speak to Jared's point there, Luis Barrios. Galvan, locks right. Cabral, lock. He's he's literally he's a yeah. DP spot, right? That's yep. four wingers already. Before you get to Nicholson and Harris, and then even if Yaya somehow has like the most magical ACL recovery ever and is ready by <laughs> midsummer, you're talking seven wings minimum. Um, and you bench him off for Yaya immediately. <laughs> yeah, you're all out. Sorry, <laughs> we're playing with one winger. He's playing both sides. Um, it's never been done before. Get, get ready, Rapids um, fans. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I would uh, Barrios. There's been rumors that that are unsubstantiated, at least on a, a team level uh, here. Um, but there's been rumors that he he might go play with his brother back in Colombia, Junior Ceci. Um But I wouldn't be. I mean, there's there's got to be an MLS team that could use the services of a Mikey B. Yep. That dude is professional. That dude yeah. knows the game. Um, has that dog in him? And Porig is one of those guys that tries to do good by his players. Absolutely. So yep. if even if an MLS team wants him, he will send him out to Colombia. Sure. That's where he wants to be. Sure. He did that with Mosquito. He's done it with other players. That he will give them the the option, especially if they're getting older, and he'll try to help him out with yeah. what he wants to do. So I can definitely see Barrios going. Nicholson is probably locked in because of the contract they just gave him. Bad contract, bad play. Nicholson's not going anywhere until yeah. he plays himself into being able to go somewhere. And I think of on too, like even though we, I do concern him over winger, I think the team sees him more as a ten. Yeah. So the, it's I think you look at your tens, it's going to be Rubio, Bassett, and Gavon, and maybe like a supplemental like Max in there here and there. And then yeah, you, I think Max is going to play more back at the eight or even yeah. even a, a double pivot. 
Yeah, and that's why Max was like, maybe if you're really <coughs> desperate, you bring in Max there. Sure. Um, but then you look at your wings, and we can take. I think we can take Gavon out there a little bit, and it's gonna be Harris, Nicholson, Barrios, Lewis, which is five there, right? Yeah. Yep. So I think the odd man out there, in my opinion, if it's going based on how much productivity you can get, it's gonna be Sam Nicholson. But if you look at the whole perspective of the the whole, you look at the whole scope of things, it's probably gonna be Mikey Barrios because of his agent contract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts there on Calvin Harris or or the trade? Anybody? Bueller? I like it. I like it too. Time will tell. I think As it's usual. it's a very low risk. Yeah. You know, and, and Joseph brought up a point on Twitter, friend of the program, obviously, um, brought up a point that they did spend two hundred grand in an international roster slot to move up to that spot to draft Mayaka when they thought they were drafting Harris. So you're about $600,000 all in. I don't necessarily agree with that point. I think you you kind of washed that draft away. You know, that's two seasons ago. You can't put it's that not, mistake on a new player. Like, right. <laughs> I think this acquisition so was 200 comparison. grand. You know, there might be a little extra when it comes to, like, um, you know, if he hits incentives. But like I said, it's really crowded on the wing. I hope I hope he's involved. I like, his, I like the film, but... Overall, I don't think it's much. All right, we're going to jump into the draft. But first, we're going to talk about some homies. Game time. about some homies. Game Game time, dude. Game time. The absolute hottest new ticketing site. Ticketing site. Hottest. Why is it so hot? It's the opposite of today. Hottest, not coldest. Hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, Dwayne? Almost every day, Mitch. What about you, Yaya? Uh, yeah, I, I dream about it. Like, I legit go to sleep and dream about it. Yeah. Well, just like our friend Wander just said here, game time's amazing for that. 50-yard line, courtside, home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's all possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. For the Broncos game uh, just this week, about... An hour before game time, you saw $10 tickets. $10. Craziness. You won't find a better deal this season on Nuggets, Avs, concerts. I don't know what else is going right now. But Rapids aren't far away, so keep an eye out there. Uh, it is created by the fans for the fans and guaranteed the lowest price. If you love DNVR, you will love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. You know who else we got to talk about, you guys? I, there's I got like a feeling you're going to tell us. You're right. Homies. I'm going to. <laughs> yes. Denver Health. Big time fans of Denver Health here at DNVR. And it go is. Denver Health. Yeah. yeah. We go we Denver have, Health. We have the Denver Health cheerleaders in the studio today. AKA CEO, <laughs> president, founder, <laughs> Brandon Spano. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I'm surprised he's wearing a mini skirt and pom poms. Honestly, Looks great with those guns. <laughs> With those guns, guns. The Dude, weather. It's a the, nice it's calm the weather. <laughs> it's open enrollment time. <laughs> it is open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th. Denver Health Medical Plans offer Elevate Exchange plans available on Connect for Health Marketplace with great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Elevate Exchange plans have options for individuals and families looking for cost-effective quality health insurance for those who might not get coverage through their employer or who might be self-employed and need to get coverage. All Elevate Exchange plans include adult dental and vision at no additional cost. Those things are 
teeth and eyes, dude. That's about as important as it gets right there. They're right in your face. Right I, in your face. I in your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Real quick on Denver Health. Um, we just got the bill back from Denver Health. Zero dollars. How did he know? And I don't know. That was a complete he, guess. He spent a I'm week there. I'm just a good advertiser. My, my father-in-law spent a week there because of a stroke. Zero dollars. Complete. Took care of him. Sent him home. And they're still checking up on him every week. Zero dollars. That's dope. They rule. Uh, plus, this year, they're offering lower monthly premiums than any plan currently available on the marketplace. So we've added new mental health benefits for your regular copay. Go online or give us a call. 303-602-4912. Plan members have options to receive care at any of our 10 family health centers in the Denver area or the main hospital outpatient medical center at Denver Health right over there at Spear and Sixth, right? Right over there? Yeah, and I think eighth, that's right over there. Yeah. Additionally, this year we added a new virtual mental health option called Elevate Mind. It's available 24-7 at the cost of a normal copay. Great for those who need a convenient resource for mental health. We are an NCQA accredited health plan, which means we have a higher standard of quality of care. Open enrollment for the exchange runs November 1st to January 15th. Call today, 303-602-4912, or visit www.denverhealthmedicalplan.org. You guys, I don't know if you were what you were doing at 3 o'clock yesterday. I know what I was doing at 3 o'clock yesterday. I know what yesterday. I was doing at 3 o'clock yesterday. I have no idea what I was doing at 3 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> I kind of know. I was watching the MLS Super Draft. Um, and before we dig straight into... I was watching yeah. MLS Super <laughs> I was listening to it because I was like driving at the same time. <laughs> well, before we dig into the draft itself, I kind of want to just talk about the broadcast and what, you know, we're always broadcasting here live on YouTube. It's been good for us, you know, and, and obviously we're not the most popular show on the network, but even our best shows can, you know, kind of peak around a thousand concurrent viewers. Like, you know, Broncos, I think Bears and Cubs over at CHGO can hit Avalanche, over a thousand Stanley at a time. Cubs. I mean, Avalanche run, we were hitting 5,000 or so at a time, right? But that's insane. like, that's Stanley Cup time, right? Like MLS Super Draft had, at one point I saw over 6,000 concurrent viewers on their YouTube channel at three o'clock. Three or four o'clock on on a weekday, and, and obviously not everyone is in the Mountain Time Zone. So you know that's that's after work. You and know, I was watching work through Twitter. I wasn't watching through YouTube. So yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot more and Twitch too. They were live. Yeah, on Yeah, so yeah. like I mean that's pretty awesome, man. That's like I just wanted to say like I thought they did a really good job. I don't think the the webcam interviews <laughs> were great. <laughs> the internet, the, internet, <laughs> the, the internet Wi-Fi wasn't was not great. great. For sure. <laughs> So, so Wanners, that's not total viewers. I know you asked, is that good? That's not total viewers for the whole time. That's just watching live at one time. Yeah. I do think that's pretty good when you spread that across three platforms. I think that's great. I think, again, those are numbers any streamer would want to get to. So, um, especially if they're not going to be drafted, you know, live on ESPN or Fox Sports or anything like that. I think it's great. I do want to say about that. um, The MLS gets a lot of shit, but they... Uh, lately, they've been trying to be a lot more modern and been trying to like get all this oh, yeah. access to the fans more than any other league in the U.S. And I really appreciate that. Having it live on YouTube doesn't uh, gatekeep that for anybody. Yeah. If you're just on YouTube and you like immediately that a live stream of uh, the MLS Super Draft comes on, you might click on it if you're a sports fan, you know, and you might just create another sure. MLS fan. Like, sure. Yeah. I do want. Can you put this last comment from one that just came up? Super Draft as a show is irrelevant. I. I both agree with that, Wanners, as a sentiment, but I also kind of disagree. The thing about soccer, and it's so much different than other draft shows, right? Like the NBA, you are getting the absolute best prospects on the planet, period, if in an NBA draft. Same for the NFL draft. Um, not necessarily for MLB. Um, 
you know, because they have like academies and international signings and it's, stuff. But it's um, a lot more MLB style. Draft, it's closer yeah. to MLB style. The problem is, it's such a global game in that these prospects. If you are at the point where you're 18, 19, 20, and a club hasn't pulled you into your into their academy, um, doesn't even have you on like a supplemental roster or next pro. There's a reason for it, right? And that doesn't mean that people can't bloom in college. You know, like. Or in these, or at next pro into the draft, you know, guys do it. We see it, but for the most part, you are getting guys who have been combed through, who don't have the profile that is needed to to join a pro roster. I think um, so. I understand why people aren't crazy about the super draft. I was excited because I was watching all those Shaq Muhammad highlights for the last week, buying into Shaq Muhammad and Duke. And everyone was just like, oh, you are you're actually excited about that. It's like, yeah, I am. I like watching like you pick a you pick some prospects, you like them, you hope they do a good job. But at the end of the day, these guys are all pretty known commodities and that's just how soccer works. So I understand thinking that it's pointless, but I also understand it's the off season. It's fun to have some content. There was trades all over the place. So, like, I don't know. I thought I enjoy it because I enjoy drafts. I enjoy breaking down film. I enjoy weird trades. And and for me, that made the experience a lot of fun. Yeah. And I guess, like, Warners, I'm not sure if you mean the super, like, your comment was super draft as a show is irrelevant. Or do you mean super draft in general is irrelevant? Um, I, I think the show itself is super relevant. Um I mean, if it's not relevant, then neither is any draft for any sport, right? Mm. Um, well, I mean, it's a draft show. Like, you don't need it. The draft's going to happen either way. So, I right. mean, at, at a base level. It's a marketing. Uh, okay, it's a marketing. so, it's just so marketing. Wander, Wander yeah, yeah, thinks yeah, yeah, that the show yeah, yeah. itself is irrelevant. And, and here's where I disagree is that, you know, MLS, is, is soccer in, in the United States is, is always on the uphill climb to grow. And this is another way to get fans i i don't think it's going to pull in new fans who don't already watch soccer but i think for fans who are excited about their clubs certainly for the expansion clubs like st louis and stuff it's a great thing to have you know it's not gonna it, it's not the nfl draft obviously um it, it's not going to be that but for well, just the fans videos. of soccer it's it's great to have man like i i really enjoyed it i loved seeing you know like you like you said mitch with all the crazy trades um but it's also just fun to see other young players. Maybe they play, maybe they don't, but that doesn't really that's not related to the show. Like that's related to the MLS and the right, draft itself. Right, right. The show itself is a marketing piece. And I think anything that gets the MLS out into the world is a good thing to have. Um so uh you know, I, I'm gonna say that it is relevant because it, it's it's part of the experience um that that we all you know, agree to take part of as fans and the, supporters. The biggest thing about the draft, I think, is a very underrated is that you can accumulate a lot of gam. And that's something that it, I think is very important, Correct. especially for teams like Rapids. Sure. And even if you're not interested in the player itself, there's somebody out there that there is, and you can improve your team that way, but acquiring assets that you will use in the future. Sure. So, so they had almost 50,000 views on the draft, on their draft show yesterday. Just on YouTube. That's, that's not great. Twitch. That's not Twitter. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's super awesome. And again, I think that's why it's relevant. It's getting the word out there. You also get a bunch of, I mean, look, it's highlights of goals, right? Yep. Or like good defensive plays or good goal, like, or good saves from a keeper. 
So that's fun. Okay. And there's been good players to come out of it. Walker still sure. right now was just at the World Cup. Sure. Yeah, Tim yeah. Ream was at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, look, Literally the back. There's the going to be someone that's good. There's obviously going to be a lot of players that aren't. But look at the NBA draft. There's like four good players every NBA draft. And then the rest are all second rounders that no one understood what to look for in a draft. So I don't know. I loved it. I had a good time. But let's get into the Rapids. Moise Benito. Bombito. 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 Moisey Bombs, as we were calling him upstairs. I like to call moist bombs. Moist bombs. I don't like that at all. Mm, that. Man, uh, <laughs> I do not like that. We're not doing that. Um, I think on Twitter, moist. his, <laughs> I think he goes by Bombi uh, on Twitter. Bombi. Anyways, he is a 6'3 center back out of the University of New Hampshire, Canadian kid. Um, I was talking to, we were on the phone with Porg last night. He was so high on this kid's uh, ball skills as a center back, comfortable playing out of the back. And if you remember, geez, Eric, what are you doing over there? We gave you, <laughs> you, you gave yourself three extra seconds. <laughs> um, shout out, Eric, over there. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, as you know, I think we all know, the Rapids could have been all the content for that Twitter uh, Twitter account when playing out of the back goes wrong last year. Oh yeah, it was a disaster. Um, and that is what this kid is good at. Again, I'm not expecting him to walk in. Center back is also a relatively crowded uh, uh, position. Especially if you bring in Daniel Chacon, and he's the guy that you want to, if he impresses exactly. in the preseason, exactly. and then he might be the guy there. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, between uh, D. Will, Lawless, Viasia, Abubakar Keda, Chacon, um, and Bombito now. And Bombito. Well, and Edwards, you, that and maybe you bring and in, And maybe you bring in another center back. There's still, I think, five or six possible roster spots available, depending on who goes where and how they sort out the rest of the roster. Um, so it's, it's, interest, it's an interesting pick to me in that this was a draft heavy on on forwards and midfielders that can threaten offensively, and the number one and three pick were both defenders. Right. That's where the elite. Like, w- that's wh- how elite yeah. they were. That yeah. that like even though there was a lot of cr- uh, you were crowded on the forward spot, right. you want to take the top defenders you can, especially if that's a need of yours, like the Rapids. And the biggest, I think, the best thing about Bombito is that he's very tall, and he seems like he's very willing to learn. The oh, interviews yeah. he was talking about, he was talking about like I'm ready, whatever they need me to do. If that's starting Rapids, whatever it's needed, he was ready to go for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's something that, especially at age 22. It's something like you're a little bit older for to, to be a prospect than most prospects, but you're also still young mentally. And to have that mentality and have that like, hey, you know what? I really want to make this work because this might be my last shot. Sure. I think it's really going to push him out to be like, I hope it pushes him to be an actual uh, an actual contributor to the team. What I like about him as a center back is that he's a converted midfielder, right? <laughs> so... We, we know that he can play up. He can go out and support when he needs to um, and still get back, you know, um, and cover. So I like that. I like that he was tied for third um, on his team at um, UNH for goals, um, which, uh, you know, I don't know how those goals happen, if they're set pieces or if they're actually in play. But, um, you know, having a center back who scores goals is exciting to me. <laughs> Not that I want to see him do that. You know, I'd rather him be a center back. But uh, I love that for us, and I, and I love that for the Rapids. And um, I was uh, – that was kind of like the one thing. I mean, he's got all kinds of accolades, you know, defensive player of the year, 
American East Defender of the Year, you know, first, you know, all ECAAC first team, um, all America East first team, you know, all these accolades that that he had at UNH. Um, but I just I love that idea of him having, you know, uh, been very comfortable in that midfield area and then being converted back and still being able to get on the ball and put it in the net. Um, he has you know, again same, a lot of upside. He has kind of the same built as a Kata. Yeah, he has yeah, a very similar really build to Kato. He has kind of and 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 I don't think a Danny Wilson profile is actually all that far off. It's not in terms of the way mm-hmm. he plays. Um, you just hope that he doesn't have those mental mistakes that Danny was showing at the you know through all of last season. If he can become like yeah, that was everybody. <laughs> it was Danny. Maybe not, not, it was Danny not, for not the most Keegan. part. But Wilson definitely kind of shined there. But I think it's again it's a nice <laughs> opposite of shine. <laughs> you mean just became dull? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he can be an impact guy. And you, the, I mean, obviously, like college accolades, right? At, in a draft. Who are you drafting if you're not picking the best guys from college? Like these are the last prospects available in the soccer world, basically, right? Yeah. For all intents and purposes, there's no other prospects available across the entire soccer playing world at all. So if you're not picking the guys who were all conference and the in the ECAC, whatever hell, the hell conference that is, like you know, like of course you better doing? be yeah, all like- ECAC. I don't know. To me, that doesn't necessarily translate anything in terms like. And he has Generation Adidas, which does help. You just hope that, it, yeah. that 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 you know the GA the, the that that's a tag that that can translate into something. Were there any picks in the top ten that weren't? GA? Yeah, there was one. There I was think one. number there nine. Was one. Okay, I forget his name. Yeah. But um, but it, the, what, the other thing about a Bombito that I do like is that he's tall. I like he's six I, three. Yeah, he's I, a big boy. I love my tall center back. He's, he's a. I think we got I think, price back. I think just pieces, slightly taller. Really nice. I think just slightly taller than Gus is at six two. So yeah, but I mean, uh, imagine having Gus. If you have a backline of Keegan, Gus. Uh, Bombito and then Kato on the left back, dude. That's a tall. That's, that's dope. That's, that's athletic. A, that's yeah. awesome. You're, 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 and then you have a guy that can play from the back. And then if you want to put, and then if Jack Price can go, and you want to put Chacon in the yeah. as the center, um, as the as pivot, or as you can go with Costa, six. you can go Max, yeah, you can go, or you can even yeah. go with the uh, five back now, and then yeah. put wing backs, and you got three tall players in the middle. Like, yeah, now you actually have more room. Yeah. To move around your lineup, which is what the Rapids were missing the last couple right, of years. Let's get through the last of the draft stuff here. Uh, Rapids trade number twelve for fifty thousand dollars in gam this year, fifty thousand in conditional gam next year. So whoever they picked, I don't even have the name in front of me. Whoever they picked there has to hit certain metrics, and that turns into fifty thousand in gam for the Rapids. They also get the twelfth overall pick right now in the twenty or no, it's sorry, not the twelfth. They get their first round pick in twenty twenty four, which you know Porg was saying that that is already valued very highly. Yeah, and and yeah, look at Charlotte. Pick. I don't I don't expect Charlotte to you know, yeah. maybe they're a playoff team. Who knows? It's the MLS goes up and down, but but I'm not gonna hold my breath that we're getting the 20th pick here. I think you know I think top it's, 10. It's very likely to me a top 10 pick. Maybe top five. They just you know the trade that they got Bombito at was it was the trade from Toronto is the number three pick. So you know I like the move there. If there's not a guy you like at 12, don't take him. Pretty plain and simple. Yep. Were you guys get surprised the, that, the that they didn't uh, even uh, they didn't take Fodry from San Diego State? Fodry. I'm Arizona not Fodry? because again, if it's like he, they obviously very specifically had narrowed in on Bombito. If you don't like the 12th best prospect, or you know, you might have a guy ranked higher, but maybe they don't have anyone else on their board that's worth a first round pick, right? Like, yeah, like, and if you don't, don't. And like, there's another- no reason to invest resources in someone. You know, who and it's doesn't. another forward. I'm like. also really surprised. Yeah, but he's a striker. He's an, actual, yeah. he's an actual striker. I was also, and he's young. He's only 18. He was like, 
that's the reason I like the young 18-year-old striker. But um, I was more surprised that he dropped out of the top 10 because he was coveted as a top three pick the whole like way up to the leading to the super draft. So that's what shocked, shocked me more than anything, that he dropped out of the top 10. And clearly, like, all of the teams knew something that something, we don't. Yeah, you know? I, I, the only thing I can I think, think of, he went at 13. Yeah, right after that pick. The only thing I can think of maybe, like, attitude issues because he was, like, younger, 18-year-old. Sure. But, again, I trust Porig. I'll let him cook sure, all he sure. wants. I hope he cooks way better than Russ. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> second round pick, um, they took Oliver Sumley, who is a German goalkeeper from Marshall. Um, he, you know, he's one of the top clean sheet guys, one of the top saves per game guys uh, in college. But again, very rare for keepers of all positions to be able to make the jump from college to pros. If you're a good keeper, you're not going to be playing in college. You're going to be in academy. You're going to be either overseas Andre in a lower Blake, league. Though, it is okay, like, look. Yeah, it there has, is some. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm saying, saying it's there's zero. One. There's like, an exception I'm not saying he's yeah. going to be Andre Blake. But, me, but this is literally, this is a warm body to have in preseason to, to keep keepers rotating through in training like yep. that's that's it don't expect anything from this guy on the mls level if he does make the jump congratulations you found diamonds amongst the coal does he look a little uh, bit like turstergan a little bit <laughs> yeah, I <was>, whatever <laughs> so like that's that's like turstergan's like third cousin removed or yeah, something like, it's possible it's I possible think there's an interesting thing that i learned when we talked to Porg last week and um and uh one of the things that well, I don't know, maybe you guys knew this already, but it was new to me, is that because of COVID, uh, you know, a lot of seasons were canceled, and so mm -hmm. students stayed on campus, and for a couple of years, like right in, you know, this time frame right now, it's basically the, challenges the, o with the, the kids draft, born 02 and to 04. Yeah, yeah. there's, uh, they're coming into the draft out of school much older, yeah. um, you know, and, and this pick, you know, I saw a 24-year-old, um, you know, which obviously is is very young in human years, uh, but you know, in Not soccer, in the soccer years, world, yeah, in the soccer You're years, old, it's bro. like, Sorry. it's like, wow, you know, like, you know, because I just learned about that, and then uh, you know, I hadn't really considered COVID in that effect. Um, but here cool. we are with a you know draft pick that's 24 years old, which is was a sure, and he's for me. he probably won't be on the roster after preseason, yeah. so no worries there. Yeah. They pass on their third round pick, and this is because Porg, if you if you if you draft anybody even a third round pick they have to be involved in that following preseason and Porg's mind is why are we going to 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 take the time take the opportunity away from someone where maybe there's a pick maybe the next team wants him and, and is actually plans on having them involved in preseason and you know you don't want to just pull the rug out from someone somebody if you don't have plans for that pick don't use it just pass mls teams pass on third round picks all the time they it's more like anybody. why waste anybody's time exactly. the players yours yeah. and any other team just so no need it's a good thing yeah. it's yeah. a good yeah. way to operate honestly i don't I, I don't mind it at all yeah um, you're just not taking opportunities from nobody which is the way you should be doing things oh no i thought it was a pretty interesting draft day we'll see what it turns into it's a profitable draft day definitely for the rapids it kind of wraps up the mark anthony k trade you end up with bombito with preso um, all that. Okay. I'm really excited for Bumbito. Me too. I'm well, really I hope he turns excited. into something. All right. We got to run through these. Um, next up, the homies. I mean, literally my homies because I worked there for almost a decade. Illegal Beats. Let's go. We're hyped to be teaming up with Illegal Beats. They're local legends. All right. What's uh, the secret menu item of the day or best thing to order while you're there today? Um, hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, Anything I'm with their chicken or green chili. <laughs> well, Mitch knows. Oh, Colorado style for sure. Mitch Colorado style. Colorado style. Orders. Oh yeah, I know. Colorado yeah. style nachos. Get your nachos instead of two scoops of queso, which is what they put on. It's one scoop of queso and one scoop of green chili, and that is hot fire. So that's your Mitch's illegal Pete's, Pete's tip, tip of the day. <laughs> Shout out to illegal Pete's. Um, here at DNVR, Illegal Pizza is always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. You can't beat their endless option of fresh ingredients and strongest margaritas around. That is true. They are crazy strong. You don't need more than two. Uh, stop by one of their 12 locations throughout Colorado and Arizona for happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Holiday season is more enjoyable with a piping hot, hot cup of queso. Mm, I might get some queso for lunch. Nothing warms you up quite like a margarita. Legal Pizza is hooking you all up with a little something extra this year. Spend $100 on gift cards. Score an extra $25 for free. Wishing you happy holidays from Illegal Pete's, where good friends gather. Uh, we also need to talk about our friends at Green Mountain Dental. These guys are the OGs of uh, Denver, of DNVR partners. Um, they are huge Colorado sports fans. We love seeing the connections made through our listeners in the community, and that includes Green Mountain Dental. They've been a supporter for us since the very beginning. We've had countless fans and our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental and never look back. They are just 15 minutes from downtown Denver and Lakeland. Our CSU alum, Dr. Ben, and his team have you covered from general dentistry like regular cleanings, orthodontics as removing those pesky wisdom teeth, and everything in between. Green Mountain Dental has a few offers for our DNVR family. Tell the team that DNVR Sports sent you. You get a $300 discount on full orthodontics treatment for new patients. And if you mention DNVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays. Can you believe that? Bleach trays. I can't trays. even believe that. I'm... It's a $350 value. Incredible. With a new patient cleaning it's a exam miracle. and x-rays. Lastly, for all the hygienists out there, Green Mountain Dental is hiring. Full and part-time positions are available. They are willing to work with your schedule as well as offering great benefits package with healthcare and PTO. To make an appointment or find more information, check out their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com today. Shout out to the homies at Green Mountain Dental. Uh, if I was a hygienist, I'd work there. It's a cool dentist office. They are great people. Um and uh you know shout out to green mountain dental okay last thing we're gonna get into we're gonna wrap up the show with this the schedule was released this week hold on i do want to shout out joseph's last point that he just brought up here three straight years rapids were the first team to pass i think that is hilarious um and it's just one of those things that means absolutely nothing and yet people are now going to track how many years can we keep this going being the first team to pass on a player i think it's hilarious um, again, means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of anything, even in a small scheme. It just means nothing, but it's, but it's an award. We'll take it. We'll take the it. Bruce Aaron <laughs> we'll take it. Um, okay. Schedule release. <coughs> they start road heavy and they end road heavy. It's not great. They start in Seattle and then come immediately home for RSL. I think is that right? Yeah. Oh, now I got no, no, no. It up. They got SKC. They got SKC. The SKC. 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 Rivalry. SKC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So, so two. I would call them rivalry games. Right off the top, you start on the road. Um, three of the first five away. Three of the last five away. Um, but you wrap up with just some really interesting. I mean, I think you start and end with both like really good rivalries, um, and not just necessarily rivalries, but but just. Interesting matchups. I think they're going to be really matter in the playoff standings. Um, we got two out of three uh, Rocky Mountain Cup matches at home. Let's go. That's that. That's love that. Looking at the schedule, I think the biggest thing is you're going to take advantage of your home of your home games the most. You haven't been great on the. You weren't great on the road last year, and finishing on that stretch while being a uh, on away for most of it. 
and having your line your season on the line again like last year is not going to be fun. You don't have a you don't have anything easy in your first 7 games into April. You go at Seattle, home to Kansas City, at San Jose, home to Minnesota, at Austin, back home for LAFC defending cup champs at uh Sporting Kansas City. And then on the 15th, you finally get to go to Charlotte. Right? So you don't get Huh. Has, it's has a Charlotte tough opening. Yeah, has Charlotte refined uh, Shinichiki yet? I have no idea. What do I look like? I mean, MLS pundit? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> a little. Just, just had another baby. He did. Yeah. Oh, that's baby. nice. Good for him. Well, Cute they get the baby. quakes at home. <clears throat> you do the quakes at home. Look, I'm not saying that it's. I don't think there's anything particularly. It's not like you have. You know, it's not like it goes LAFC, Philly, NYC. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's a crazy schedule compared to everyone else. But you, they have to come out firing. Like, yeah. they have to come out. Like, there's – I don't think you can ease into this schedule. No. This this team has work to do in the preseason <laughs> to be ready, see where we're at, and see who's going to be, you know, that, that starting – 11 to get in there so i'm not willing to to stake anything specific at this point but man do i expect st louis city to get their first road results against us on april 22nd uh, wow that that's go much, that's going on that is limb. pretty much Yikes. a lock that happened at what charlotte got their yeah, first charlotte road result first, last year yeah. and at, I, at, it just happened like i'm already friends. telling you that's what's Austin happening got their first win too against uh colorado the, yeah. the only home game they lost that year michael phil who probably will be watching or listening to this later would be very excited for that. Is he um, an STL fan? They are both from the area, so. They, well, uh, you stink. <laughs> That's not true. We're we talking about Nighthawk. All so, I heard stink in St. Louis. Yeah, you yeah, too, Nighthawk. Yeah, boo. Um, so I think the biggest part of the schedule, um, and this hasn't been talked about enough, is the March 18th match uh, versus Minnesota. You're just saying that because it's your birthday. Which is on my birthday. It's yes, gonna be we'll be fantastic. partying over with the C38 homies. Um, so, yeah, we'll be partying for <laughs> Dwayne's birthday. You, like, I, see us at Sailgate. That's I where we'll be. The most excited I am for, like, the first two months is going to be the April game against LAFC. Yeah. I really want to see how they stack up against. That's going to be fun as hell. Yeah, like. Could against. be snowing. Could be 80 degrees. That's the best part about April in Colorado. That's ca- like those are like <laughs> no, but like the, you look at it and it's like completely different built teams with completely yeah. like the LAFC is built on transfers, big names, getting people from Europe, trying to create the like atmosphere that yeah. work the kind of like America I don't, League I mix, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rapids are the opposite. The Rapids are like Build we're going to the ground up, baby. Exactly. We're yep. doing inner MLS trades. We're going to look at people pieces that are not uh, meshing well around the league. And we're going to try to get young players that can really develop into something great. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see how the Rapids stack up against this MLS Cup winning squad. Well, it's also nice that you're at Austin the week before. That's like a week right there of time to step it up. Like, like that's no joke right there. I think Austin's going to be just as good, if not better, next oh, year. Yeah, I think they're going to be sure. awesome. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so, like, terrified of Austin they're being awesome. good. I, I really like Austin. I'm saying it right here. That is a good club. They also have a great. They have a great culture. Great there. atmosphere. Great stadium. Joseph's point here, and this is why I I am predicting that St. Louis City at least gets the draw. Is in the last ten years, the Rapids have only taken maximum points off the expansion team in their inaugural year 
twice. That's they beat Cincinnati in 19. They beat Montreal in 2012. Otherwise, they did. They have not pulled maximum points against teams. Get ready for the third time. It's gonna happen. Oh this year. I don't There's think it's gonna no happen. No chance, dude. That's just not how this works. It's pit life. We all know it. Um, I don't think they're gonna have a bad year, but the rabbits just. Kevin, I think Giassi does get. Maybe not 15, but I think he gets at least a dozen. So I think you're on the right track there. I think he's going to be awesome. I don't think he gets a dozen. I think he gets eight. He's going to, dude, he's going to be cleaning up all, the, all those. Dude, come I on. I just think it's. Yeah, he, th- th- this is the perfect situation. No, for and it's nothing against Jossie, dude. You also got to kind of realize he's getting older. Like uh, that, that team I is super crowded. Are gonna be coming in he's gonna, he's gonna yeah, be. Po- he's gonna he's, get. He's gonna have like five or six just cleaning up great. rebounds. Yeah, he's yeah. You'll have, have awesome. five and six of those, but like that's all he'll get. No, like incorrect. how many goals did you see him score from the run of play that last year? They were all cleanups. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's what I'm telling you. He'll get five or six cleanups. He's surrounded by like super talent. Exactly the super talent that will actually score. (laughs) All right, all right. We don't need to fight over Austin. We're not ready to fight. Talking schedule about some other team. (laughs) 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 Look, we're gonna get into more team previews, and that's when we'll fight about other teams. Um, (laughs) All I know is that Dwayne is wrong, and I'm right. That's fair. You're right. You guys are both wrong about Um, St. Louis. Name one player from St. Louis right now. That's why we're going to lose. That's why we're going to win. No. They, not they, lose. No. Drop. Drop. Oh, See, I can do it, too. Yeah. To yeah. I can do it, yeah. too. I know. I know. I, I know. can do it, That's too. That's why. That's why um, we're going to win. All right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Rapids have two instances of consecutive road games before their first homestand in what is the least shocking news of the schedule release. No favors done on the schedule. They also end like this. And are you ready for this? This is their, this is their end of their season. And I think it's kind of... It's not that any of these teams are going to be top one, two, or three seeds. It's that these are tough matches. They're all in conference. And all right, here's what it is. At Portland on the 23rd of September. Never easy. That's a dub. Ever. Austin at home. Mm. Not easy. That's on the 30th of September. On the 4th of October, so short week. At Dallas on the 7th of October, another short Dubs. game at Houston. So you're talking a back-to-back Texas double, four days apart. You get two weeks off, and then on the 21st, Decision Day, the the finale of the Rocky Mountain Cup How at awesome. home. Which Love is it. like, sign me the hell Love it for the Love end it. of the season at home. To decide the Rocky Mountain it's Cup. It's going to feel like the Ted Lasso uh, first season. Uh, Let's go. It's going to be Halloween ending. season and beating RSL season all at once. Also, best time of the year. Also, you get, ca- you, get the cus- you get the Cascada teams on a short week, too. You get yeah. Seattle and then Portland immediately on a short week. You yeah. get from Saturday to Wednesday. That Let's is doing not any favors, especially with the new 10 that Portland just brought in. Evander's supposed to be really good. Let's see how he turns out in the MLS, but... You're not the Rapids. Do have have no favors in the schedule? Nope. There's no stretch that you can look at and be like, they'll be great. In this and stretch. look, those stretches will pop up as injuries happen, as teams sell, you know, you know, as moves happen. Like, you know, all of a sudden the schedule won't look the same even by you know March, April. You know, you'll all of a sudden be like, oh, okay, maybe that is the stretch where we could, yeah, you know, the, this league is so up and down that great teams become bad teams, bad teams become great teams, right? So, um. But for now, looking at it, it just looks like another tough schedule season. Um, all right, Joseph says, from my reading of the schedule, the worst thing is about 50% of the Rapids games will take place during three game weeks, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Rotation is going to be key this year. Don't even, none of this has anything to do with the fact that there's U.S. Open Cup and, and Leagues Cup. Leagues Leagues. Cup. So yeah. I'm so hyped for <laughs> Leagues Cup. Leagues Cup, it's going to be my shit. Nobody bothered me for that I have good news for that situation. What? We got a ton of wingers. 
Yeah, a lot of wingers, baby. A lot of center backs, a lot of wingers. We'll see how Honestly, that rolls out. Every position is kind of crowded on this team. Except it's kind of forward weird. and the goalie. Like, yeah, it's kind of so crowded it all the way around. It's kind of strange. Um, and we'll get into that more. We got a lot of offseason stuff coming up, guys. Uh, we're going to talk position groups. We're going to talk, um, you know, betting MLS futures, which you literally, DraftKings doesn't even have an MLS section up right now, but you know, you can definitely get all your nuggets and, and have same game parlays in right now. Check for your boost, get some free bets in. I have a nice little future on, uh, uh, the nuggets as the number one seed going in, you know, when like regular season top in the West there. And every time I get a free bet on NBA, I place it on that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, yeah, we got tons of stuff coming up. We're gonna have some interesting guests. Um, we're definitely gonna we're gonna get the Burgundy Wave boys. We're gonna get the C thirty eight boys. We're gonna have some Denver Post boy, Denver Post boys, boy, single, singular, <laughs> Brennan Plone. Shout he out! He is uh, such a man <laughs> that he counts as multiple boys. <laughs> um, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you know, we appreciate you guys riding along with us post World Cup preseason. Um, obviously, as moves come in from the Rapids, look out for. Um, uh, you know, live quick reaction shows that we all jump on StreamYard and, and put those out as we react to moves happening. Um, uh, Yaya, do you have anything to plug at this time? Uh, follow us all on Twitter. Uh, give us a five-star review anywhere you're here, which would be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere. Like this video. Five stars only. Um, and uh, interact with us on Twitter. We always, we always love when people are on the Rapids Twitter telling us what how bad we are. Go hit drops. thumbs up on your way out, please. Dwayne, what do you have to plug? Uh, be safe out there. Roads are a little bit slippery, certainly out in the area, uh, Aurora area. Surely a timely. Take plug care of the end. yeah. This is a timely <laughs> plug. Um, take care of those uh, little pups and kittens that you got. Uh, True. Make sure they get inside. Uh, stay safe. Have a great holiday. Um, yeah. to all of you. Um, yeah. and we thank you for riding it out. I mean, this is not our last show of 2022, but um, you know. Appreciate you all. Um, thanks for riding out with us. It's been a great first year, and we're not done yet. We still got a couple weeks here. I have one more shout out. Super producer Tiff, new <laughs> producer <laughs> in the <laughs> TMVR producer. house. Let's go, producer. Let's go. Shout out to best. Tiff. She was a part of the old DNVR bar staff. She was slinging drinks and. And helping us throw the best parties in town. And now she's upstairs with us producing shows. You love to see it. The other day she told me that she did that. She was a bartender. And I and I completely forgot that she was. I know. I just, I just associate. Know. Yeah, no, but it, the, I just associate her with our with our production. No, not th- not even that. Like she's like, yes, yeah, yeah. I was here during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Like I was bartending. I'm like, I don't remember Tiff. Wow. I'm sure you did. You I seem just, like a terrible person. No, because I hung uh, out. I, I remember <laughs> hanging out with Tiff. I remember chilling with her. I remember doing stuff. I just don't remember her working during the bar era. Right, right, I remember right, her. Right, I just right, don't remember right, her right. actually working. And I was like. <laughs> Like, Tiff is just a shitty worker, I guess, because all I wow. did was hang out with her. Not and I was cool. like, oh my what god, What a note Tiff, to end this on, man. I said something nice, and then you called her a shitty worker. Thanks a She's lot. She's a great yeah. producer. Yeah, yeah. She right, might have been guys, a bad bartender. Make Who knows? Sure you get your stuff from the locker. If you get some Christmas money, buy some shirts, man. I'll send it to you. I promise. Yeah. Um, just bought mine yesterday. <laughs> Come be a sweater and um, And then look out for us next week, unless some crazy news happens. Um, and other than that, you know what it is. Up the... Pits. <laughs>